So, mate, we're back. Back for round two. Yeah. So this is uh, Aveste Origins number two. Uh, we should explain to people that we're calling it Aveste Origins because we haven't even explained that. So uh, why are we calling it Aveste Origins? Um, it didn't take us too long to actually decide on Aveste Origins. We'd, we'd actually come up with a name a while ago, but we'd never really um, uh, decided that was what it was going to be. But the okay. reason is we want to speak to people that are at the start of their journey, very much like us, and bring that to a podcast audience as opposed to people that have um, completed completed the game, let's say. Thank you to everyone that watched the first podcast. We, we are massively grateful. We've had some amazing feedback. People have been lovely. They've been is... kinder than we thought they would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Considering we're just two two lads chatting shit, we're they've been incredibly <laughs> they've been incredibly nice. So yeah, we very much appreciate that. So thank you for everyone for tuning in. The interesting uh, chat that we've got for you today is very much in the spirit of origins, in that we're going to be talking about our origin story and what a lot of people's origin story is about going to university and whether you should or whether you shouldn't. And, and I think that's a very interesting debate that we want to have because it's a decision that so many people very much threat about when they are, you know, a young kid, a young teenager, thinking, should I go to university? It's a load of debt to get into. And we're going we're gonna to dive right into that, aren't we, mate? Yeah, we're going to go through all of the reasons that people go to university and, yeah, almost critically analyse them. Um, and then come to a come to a verdict at the end. We should give some context. So, did we go to university? Is the first question. So, did you go to university, Jake? Well, I wouldn't know you if we didn't go to university. <laughs> Josh and I met at university in Nottingham, uh, in Broadgate Park Halls. Um, I went to university, studied mathematics. Uh, would not do that again, but that, that can be another podcast. Um, studied mathematics, failed my second year, ended up at a different university in Nottingham. Um, and yeah, it all kind of worked itself out in the end. So yeah, I did go to university. How about you? Yes, I also did go to university, as you very kindly uh, introduced. Uh, and I studied English and creative writing, which Ooh. yeah, the the second part adds yeah, the second part adds so much more interest than the, than the first part. And you know, it's worth noting as well, we're incredibly lucky to go to university. Yeah, I was the first in my family to go to university, like in people talk about that don't they so yeah I was the first in my family so very grateful for the experience and to be able to live in a society where you know universities funded for you yeah but, well funded for us well we'll talk about funding in a bit right so that's yeah a bit of background on both of us so that we sound like we know what we're talking about <laughs> which we don't no. um I think we should just dive straight in then to to this debate of should you go to university yeah yeah, let's get let's get right into it. So that we've we were talking the other day, and we were effectively thinking, what are the main reasons that people go to uni? The four reasons that we we kind of thought of, and I'm sure there's more. Is number one is to to get a good job or career prospects. Number two is around the life experience and the independence that comes from coming to going to university. Uh, number three was um, because you love a subject, um, and then number four was. Because it's just what people do when they leave school. Yeah. And it delays being an adult in some ways. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's a 4.5. But yeah, delaying being an adult is something we should definitely get into as well. So yeah, should we go one by one and look into it? So um, I, think th I think number one is probably the key reason right, to get a good job. Definitely. Um, and there are, there are certain jobs that you'd say are necessary to go to university. Yeah, off the top of my head, those are things like doctors, engineers, teachers, 
nurses, yeah. that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. they won't let you through the front door if you've not done your professional experience of a no. university. And then often more study as well when you actually get into the job. Lawyers yeah. as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So that is a that is a prerequisite. And actually university in that in that instance is your golden ticket to go and get a job. You couldn't really do an apprenticeship in becoming a surgeon. Yeah, exactly. They, they won't let you in. There's 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 trodden paths for, for being a doctor and you have to follow that path. Yeah. So, so, you know, when we speak about should you go to uni, there's definitely segments of people. This is not a generalised chat for, for everyone. So we're saying for people that want to go into those kind of professions, yeah, going to university to get a job is definitely relevant. Yeah, 100%. Do you want to talk about just people that think, oh, I'm going to do maths and therefore I'm going to get a good job or I'm going to do history and then I'm going to get a good job because it's yeah. not a golden ticket to a good job. No, 100%. Let's get into that now. So so the question was, is, um, you know, how many jobs did you have to apply for? Like, so we both did a sort of, I would say, a fairly general degree. I mean, maths is quite specialised in, in itself, but it's a general, it doesn't give you any prerequisite knowledge to get a job when you go yeah, out of it. Yeah, of course. It doesn't give you anything. So we both did a general degree. I applied for 100 plus jobs when, wow. I, when I left university and I actually didn't get any of those jobs that I applied for. The only reason why I got my first job was because I was, I, I banged down the door and just went to the office and, wow. and, and uh, said to someone, you know, here's my CV, you know, hire me. Well, I think I was 65 applications there before go. I got my first job. Yeah. So it's it's not the golden ticket that it once was. No. You know, going to university 40 years ago when it was one, free to go and two, not as many people went. Then it was a bit of a golden ticket to yeah. a job very, very quickly. But now it's it's not. Um, employers are looking for you to have um, skills, right? And often when you when you turn up as a graduate, you don't have many skills. You don't even know how to navigate an office environment, for example. No. No, I remember that first day, one being completely overdressed for a job. Uh, yep. Everyone fucking laughing. We at all you. did that. Yeah. <laughs> Tie, <laughs> yeah. suit, full suit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely horrendous. And then sort of going in there. And I think I think it's a shame with a lot of red brick universities and universities in general. It does breed a sense of entitlement to get a job and then also to sort of think that you've got the skills to, to justify. I remember like my first job was in advertising. Um, and I remember just thinking like, I can do this. I've got a degree. You know, I can I can get a job. And really, there's no prerequisite knowledge I had at all about the industry that I was going into. So no wonder it was so difficult to to get something. Yeah, people are taking a punt on you a little bit, aren't they? They go, yeah. look, they've done a degree. Clearly, they're you know kind of smart and can write or build an argument, but mm. they have no transferable skills. Well, they have no apl- sorry applicable skills to the job currently. Yeah. So they they kind of employers are taking a bit of a bet on your um on your future and your capability. Yeah. So how did you, when you were uh, transitioning from university into a job, how did you um, show the, your intelligence or aptitude in the job that you ended up taking? Um, in the interview? Yeah. Um, he just asked some questions. Like he asked a, a mathsy question that, you know, those typical interview questions where they don't expect you to get the right answer, but they mm. expect you to tell you how they got you got to that. It'd be something stupid, like how many doors are there in the UK? Mm. Something like that. So yeah, I turned up... Um, and yeah, I managed to get that on my like 65th application. Um, it's interesting because you turn up as well and there's often like graduates are even behind apprentices now, right? Yeah. Because if you say you left and actually we should talk about apprenticeships because yeah. I think they're fantastic. In terms of looking at an apprenticeship experience versus a graduate experience. And I know people that literally, uh, that literally did this at, at my first ever job in advertising. 
they had three years of experience within the chosen fields. And yes, when they started, they probably had the same amount of knowledge as when I started. But that means they had three years of experience going in and and being far more advanced than I was. So, yeah, I think um, there are quite a few roles now that if you went in when you were 18 and you put in the hard graft and you foregoed the experience of university yeah. and everything that that, that that brings, you could be way more advanced in your career. There are so many fields that you could get that experience in doing and you don't have the debt and you've got three more years of, of money in, in your back pocket, which in the grand scheme of things, if you're looking at you know when people buy their first homes now, I, I read somewhere um, a while ago that it was like the average homeowner is now 40 before wow. they can buy their own home, right? Which is, a, which is a really crazy stat. So effectively, with a university degree, you've got a mortgage before you've got a mortgage. Yep. you're in debt before you even go there I mean the status that we have in front of us is like 45 grand of debt that you leave university with and an apprentice wouldn't have any of that debt and they'd actually have uh, some savings totally. now uh, the when you first get an apprenticeship you're not earning um, a crazy wage no. and therefore your ability to save is also quite difficult but you're probably living at home you're probably able to therefore save some money that you, you know what you can do um and and then you can build then you can build your life from there. You're not effectively the way that I look at it now is when you're a graduate, you're starting not only from an experience deficit, but also a monetary deficit. Totally with you. So yeah, in terms of, you know, uni getting a good job, there is a value equation to be kind of had here, which is your your financial investment of you, you know, your student loan, um, the three years of like um the opportunity cost of the three years where you're not earning money as well, it's probably actually adds up to like, you know, not far short of a hundred, hundred K. Right. Mm. So there's definitely a value equation to consider here when you consider the output of university versus the, the finance that, that goes into it. Right. And I think only 20% of graduates will fully pay off their student loan now because it's nine grand fees. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely, you know, now it's so much more expensive and you it's not a golden ticket to getting a good job. There is definitely more of a, a value judgment to be made when you're considering go to university than there was maybe 40 years ago. Yeah, 100%. And I remember the advice when we were growing up was very much, if you don't go to university, you're not going to get a good job and therefore you're not going to be earning the money you want to. So it was almost like you have to, if you want to be successful and you want to earn a lot of money, it was almost like go to university, otherwise you're going to be stuck. And I think uh, what I wish I had had was uh, a couple of, you know, uh, sort of Mentors. older heads that were sort of going, do you know what? This isn't the only way to do it. And it, and even if I'd had that, maybe I still would have gone to university. Yep. But at least I would have been more informed of the decision when I went into it. I don't remember a lot of people telling me about the level of debt that you get into. And again, we're really lucky. We were on the lower rate than what a lot of people yeah. are on now. But still, even now, there are people that we know and, and you know, very close to us that may never be able to to pay that, that debt off, even at the lower rate. University was the only way to get a good job. That was the narrative yeah. in the past. We know that not to be true now, right? Yeah. You know, there's so much information and courses available on the internet. You know, information has been completely democratised now. You know, for 40 years ago, universities used to have all the information. Now the internet has all the information. So 100%. if you want to train yourself in something like, I don't know, Adobe Photoshop or coding or whatever it might be, there is there are ways for you to obtain skills now that are directly applicable to jobs without going to university. So I don't think it's always necessary now. 
hundred percent. And I think if I was looking at, you know, if we were looking for employees at, uh, for a vest day and I was looking to, to hire someone, I would very much look for someone that was a self-learner. And I think, I think any employer wouldn't be turned off by that sort of um, prospect of someone that was out there learning for themselves. And I would rather have that than a university degree on their CV. If they had, if they had proven that they have capability across a wide range of skills, for example, you know, you talk about getting a marketeer in potentially for yep. a vest day, right? I'd rather they have uh, an ability to edit videos, an ability to do Photoshop, an ability to run ads, an ability yep. to film them, ability to run all the and platforms. They've done it. They've and actually they've, done it. They've not just read about it. No, they've actually they've, done it. They've actually they've done got it. a little portfolio they can show you. Yeah. And I think that the codification of those skills now goes beyond what a degree can do, right? And I think that will only get um, that will only develop as the years sort of go on. Is that rather than having a traditional CV, which is just a written CV with your with your degree on it, and and that's it, it would it would be more like I've learned this skill by doing this course off my own back. And do you know what? That can be a Skillshare course. There's no there, course again, it, it could be a Skillshare course. It can be a YouTube course. It could be anything. There's there's so many channels for learning these days. And again, I would much rather have that than a two one in a generalist degree from a red brick university because really what unless you're doing those uh, degrees that we mentioned what tangible skills do you have so yeah, yeah university not the golden pass it was no 100% not and employers are changing what they want from yeah. people as well cool. so so reason number 2 that you should go to university is the life experience which we feel quite passionately about as being one of the the, the key virtues of going to university would you say absolutely yeah. you go to university a lot of people it's the first time leaving home independence cooking your own food living with people that aren't y- your family i'm i'm speaking for people that leave home and go to university not everyone does some people stay at home i would fully recommend leaving home if you if you can if you don't have you know dependence home or whatever um yeah yeah going away is and the experience that comes with university the people you meet the changes in your cultural tastes music art whatever it's an invaluable yeah experience which currently really like only like i guess university or or traveling might offer you yeah 100 percent. and i feel that the the value of my friends that i've gained from uni is worth just the money. That, just yeah. that is worth the money. And and again, I don't think people would say that, would they? I don't think when you're looking at your campus and you're talking uh, with your UCAS advisor, I don't think they would necessarily say, do you know what? The key value of this sack, don't worry about the degree. Don't worry even about what you get. Just have a great time, meet some amazing people. Yeah. Um, that would be, that's, that's a huge value. Yeah, create some great memories, some great stories. Yeah, yeah some people might be looking at that and going, oh, is that really worth it? Um, but... I, I can't see it. Is it worth 45 grand? Is it worth 45 grand? And that's that's the value judgment people yeah. have to make, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it was great. We had a great time at uni. We were very lucky. We know. did. And do you know what? What other period of your life where you can effectively have three years um, to just chill? <laughs> you know, because I think, you know, look... Uh, obviously different degrees have a different level of work and we had plenty of friends that were working, that were working very hard and doing nine to five yep. learning, right? And and I fell for them because that was certainly not the experience that I had at university uh, and a lot of people have at university, right? But uh, because the majority of people are sort of, I, I, not, I wouldn't say coasting. I don't think you can coast for uni, but you're no. definitely, uh, I worked way harder at A-levels, way, way harder. 
Um, and I think a lot of people have that similar experience. So if you can have three years where you are just uh, effectively doing what you need to do to, to go through it, but then also having a freaking great time, great time. then it's almost like, why wouldn't you? Why, yeah. wouldn't you do that? why not just put adulthood on postponement for, you know, three years? You know, you've got the rest of your life to go to work. You do. Like, you know, if you even if you graduate at 25, right? Yeah. You've still got another 40 years to go to work. And yes, you know, you're going to be behind the conveyor belt of life and you might have a house and kids and all the rest of it later than other people. But no, life is short and life is for living. And I yeah. think it's a, a wonderful, wonderful experience. Do you think that you could have had the experience that you had at university by just going travelling for a shorter, shorter amount of time uh, and not losing those three years, for example? Yeah, you could have lived somewhere, worked in um, a place that had lots of young people and had a kind of similar experience, I reckon, yeah. And again, we should say, being able to go travelling is 100% a, a huge privilege, right? Of course it is. Being, uh, being able, and to, to your credit, though, you saved up. Yeah, yeah, I went you? after university, like you went three up. years afterwards. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. So, so you you did it in a weird way, well, slightly atypical way, in that you uh, got a job, you saved up some money, yeah. and then you went travelling. And how long did you go for? Uh, five months. Five months, so a significant period of time, right? So I suppose, is that a debate to have? It Go travelling for, three, let's say, two or three months so people don't have to invest yeah, as much yeah. money, but still have that two or three months of a great time and no requirement on learning. Yeah, like yeah, just have a just have a great time. Yeah, because that's that's why I think people want that fun and that good time. Um, so yeah, travel straight after school is one way of doing it. Yeah, a lot of apprenticeships now as well have like big pools of people in like a class. So there might be a hundred of you. I know the BT one um, is massive, and all of those guys know each other and grew up knowing each other. I know they didn't live in like. Um, university halls or anything like that but they kind of got a similar experience in in one sense and that they go out together and stuff like that so it's not quite university but similar so yeah i guess what we'd love to see is is, is how could you replicate that university experience in an apprenticeship environment it would but, be so difficult to do it and also the whole system would have to change but would, we both agreed that having something where you could have lots of different graduates all of a similar age and um and life experience being able to to have a bit of fun we discussed it we were saying maybe it's a a day off so it's you work four days a week you get paid for four days a week but that that uh last day is you either having a great time or you know able to build some other skills in another way doing something a bit more generalist or whatever doing some self-learning or yeah or just saying suck it off and have a have a day where you just go and enjoy yourself play some sport yeah so you still have an element of the the uh not the university experience but i suppose like the personal growth experience uh, during that period that you would be at uni, but you're still contributing to society. You're totally. still earning money for yourself. Learning skills. Learning skills. Yeah. Um, and doing something slightly different from like full-time learning, which again, like is that, I, I look at the model now and I just think, is that is that model going to be uh, perpetual? Do you know, is that going to yeah. carry on going? Because uh, again, like taking that amount of time is, is scary. So yes, the to, to finish on that point, life experience, gaining something from university, getting friends, chilling out, Having a good um, set of playing nightlife sport. experience, playing sport, um, is is hugely valuable and is a, one of the key reasons I would say to anyone now go to university. Totally, yeah. So beyond that, the the next one that we were discussing is um, because you love a subject. Yeah, right? um, and I would say there's probably not loads of people that fall into that bucket. Yeah, um, especially not when you're 18. 
I, you know, if I went to uni now, I wouldn't pick the same thing no. that I did back then. What would you pick? I'd pick psychology now because I find it so fascinating. Yeah. Um, whereas when I was 18, I just picked maths because I was good at it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, for the love of the subject, I think is a wonderful reason to go to university. I don't think the system of doing one subject is smart to be honest with you. Totally. Because again, uh, I, I would love to know, we don't have the figures, I'd love to know, maybe we can discuss this in the in the comments, but how many people know uh, what exactly they want to do by the time they get to university? There are incredibly valuable degrees, like a business degree, that doesn't necessarily set you up for a particular vocation, really, does it? No. Um, I think, yeah, studying anything for 40 hours a week as well will absolutely drive, drive you insane with yeah. it as well. So yeah. your, your idea about studying maybe lots of little things you know maybe a year of each thing yeah. i think that's way better than going all in on one subject and then by the second year you're pulling your hair out and you hate it yeah because um, the american system they do majors and minors don't they they have yeah. they, they study various subjects you could even split it more than that you could even just do six oh, months six months or like uh, every week you're doing something slightly different and and then you build towards an overall course within a particular field yeah you need to taste stuff at the age of 18 going all in on one subject is quite a big commitment and a something you you know 90% of people probably don't get it right don't yeah. pick the thing that they are interested yeah. in so let people taste more stuff yeah. why is it not the first year you do something that's completely general and you force even people that they know exactly what they want to do even a doctor yeah. they'd go right try and do something else because i because again you know um uh, you know a couple of people that i know there are that are studying to be doctors they've just graduated they're now working in the system and going freaking hell like this is tough like the yeah. system is the nhs is really struggling and it's it's gutting to see what they've done to the nhs but you know they they get it they get in the job and they go do you know what maybe i could have done something else like yeah. maybe maybe this isn't for me yeah like, maybe i'd have loved something else more but yeah. we're forced to go all in on it if yeah. i've done maybe a month of like what does a doctor course look like a month of engineering month yeah. of coding a month of maths i might have gone oh do you know what i really enjoyed the yeah. doctor bit let's yeah. go all in on that now yeah. i've actually tasted what it's like at uni because as we know uni is very different to a levels as well yeah and you know so, what you could still you could still get into the university that you wanted to get into via your grades and still have to pass that right still prove that your intelligence which is another yeah. debate to have right about yeah, whether um, a levels actually prove your intelligence but if you can do that and, and go there and say right i deserve to be at this university because i've got this certain aptitude yeah. but then still have a wide range of subjects and then after year one then you can then you can specialize because then you're a year, you're a year older you have a year more experience you're also in the university setting already you've also had the education from a university setting to go this is for me or this isn't for me and and go from there that would let's be, have yeah tasting year we'll tasting call year. it and yeah. you'd probably get less dropouts as well yeah 100%. But, any, but anyway yeah for people that love love a subject especially once you're a postgrad and that yeah, yeah beautiful reason to go to university and become as informed as you can about a subject that you love One, yeah. wonderful reason yeah and then the the last reason uh, other than to be to to delay being an adult or is that the final reason in your mind uh, to delay being an adult or because it's the conveyor belt of 21st century life in the UK. Yeah. Um, is they that, kind is, of blend together. Is though. that, so, so is that a reason? Your, effectively your point is that because uh, everyone tells you to do it and because that's the sort of way that people are judging CVs these days, that you've just, you've just got to continue with that, with that system effectively, right? Yeah. People don't know what else to do. It seems maybe like the, yeah, the, the tried and the trodden path, so to speak, so... Yeah, yeah, that that is a reason people probably do go to university. And there are one hundred percent managers and and uh, hi, you know people that hire people out there right now that would look at a degree and they would that would be the path yep. to get you into the job. But saying that, I have to say I don't think that's the case after your first job. 
personally. Oh yeah, no. I think it doesn't af- matter. Yeah, I think after that, then you know, it was. I remember like looking and thinking, oh my god, my GCSEs are on there, or your A levels are on there. Do you know what I mean? And thinking, uh, as your CV develops, you're like, right, you know, that thing drops up. Like GCSEs drop out. Yep. Then your A levels drop out. Then your uni drops out. Then your first job drops out. And it's then your some of your experiences. And it, it is funny because I remember uh, I was definitely not told that. I was definitely not told that when we were growing up. Like people were like, your GCSE is going to be on your CV for the rest of your life. You know, if you don't get good grades, that people will remember those, and it will it will show your aptitude yeah. for the rest of your life. What a load of rubbish that was! What a load of because rubbish. they wanted you to try. That was why. Yeah, and then it's like as you say, it drops off at each increment. Yeah, I always do it. If it was a brother or sister of mine, what would I advise them now? And like, I would one hundred percent say, work hard. Like working hard is a skill. Right. So if you can prove yourself as working hard, get good grades, there's nothing bad in the world about getting good grades. Right. But what I would also say is there's so much more to life than that A star in that particular subject or that B in that particular subject. Right. So there's there's so much more you can do. So I would almost be going if it was my brother or sister, I'd be going, right, get as many experiences as you can, as long as they're positive. Do you know what I mean? As long as they're something valuable in some way. And taste stuff as well. You know, there's learning to be found from going rock climbing. There's learning to be found from, I don't know, watching a YouTube video about how to edit a video. Yeah. There's there's yeah. there's there's value in even watching a YouTube video, I don't know, about the history of the monarchs, right? I don't know, there's some value in that. Yeah, Do you know course. what I mean? Like you can that you can have a debate or a chat with someone about who was the king, you know, a thousand years ago. That is still interesting. That makes you a more rounded person without necessarily having to do a history degree. Totally, mate. Yeah. I'm with you. Other reasons, travel and study abroad something you don't get to do outside of university if you want to travel and study yeah. it's a good reason to go yeah again uh, cost prohibitive got, you, you've so. got to weigh up the cost again I mean, you? if you just yeah. want to travel could you you know the, the flip side is maybe don't go to uni do an apprenticeship and then actually travel and not have to study as well if you're only just studying because you want to travel as well then it comes back to the same argument of are you just picking something because you don't really know what else to do and then the idea of traveling thrown on just makes it a little bit more enticing i just think the value of going traveling and not having to worry about whether you're learning or not like you'd learn well exactly like look at look at you you know go there you go to south america you basically learn another language because i wanted to because you wanted to but then also that's far more valuable than you going and studying in you know bogota university the Spanish, isn't it? Like yep. you went there and you actually you actually learned off your own back. If I was advising people, I would go, look, if you want to go traveling and you want to see the world and gain some experiences, make sure you've got enough money to actually really enjoy it, first of all, because you don't want to be coming home and like be, being skin and be, coming home because you've run out of cash. Save up some money and then go and just enjoy it. And do you know what? Like the, the learning experience of going out there and actually, um, you know, really getting to grips with the culture, really learning something off your own back and not having to do that in a formal setting, personally, is more valuable than going and studying. We're, uh, yeah, we're probably being quite biased, aren't we, towards uh, not university, would you say, so far? Or I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't well, know. Like, I, I I think that there are there are so many reasons to, to it's do a, it. It's a tough one, isn't it? Uh, I think there are, there are so many reasons. I think the thing that really gets me at the moment and I find really tough is there's so many people that 45 grand is such a load of money. And I think even even if you're earning 90, 100 grand a year, which, you know, less than 3% probably of the population are ever going to get to that point, right? Even then, 9% of your income for a period of time is still a 
it's still yeah, a horrible yeah. amount of money let alone when you're you know when you're struggling to get by as a graduate which i certainly was i remember when i was totally. growing up and you were you know so uh, so the problem for me is that clouds every judgment if it was a like it was you know 40 years ago and you're going for free yeah or even when it, when it's our level i think even our level call. our level was an easier decision to make it was less of a gamble but now, like, that level of debt is a scary amount of debt, isn't it? Yeah, and just to clarify, for anyone that goes to uni now, they'll pay 9% over anything they earn over 20-something grand. Yeah. yeah, and for those that don't pay it off, it'll be for 25 years, essentially. So it's yeah. a 9% tax for 25 years. Yeah. And yeah, we've not seen what that that costs people yet because we've, you know, we've not had nine grand fees for long enough. So we'll see what that actually nets out as the total amount that people end up paying. On just do a few positives. Let's now. do let's do a few positives, okay, right? Well. Um, because there there are so many positives. We've we've uh, talked about a couple of them, but again, I think looking at the data side of it, right, a graduate does earn more money than a than a non graduate on average. On yeah. average, and and I think that's different from an apprentice per se because an apprentice is slightly different yeah but uh it's 10 grand less that's that's what the average that's what the average salary is um across the board right it's between 16 and 64 year olds if you went to university or whether you didn't go to university that's it's it's a 10 grand difference and that's from gov uk so it's a reputable source i mean is gov uk biased towards getting people to universities i don't know maybe um okay so that's that's one key reason i think the experience is another key reason and also i would say things like um we love the sports element of it yeah. And I think um, general societies in general are also really good. If we're talking about other learning and other experiences, you can get loads of other experiences yeah. at uni. You know, uh, we always, uh, I always had a chuckle when I saw the Quidditch team playing. I yeah. found that very interesting. But again, that's a great group of people and it's a it's a fun little activity, yeah. especially if you love Harry Potter. You have a social afterwards, yeah. you come together, you meet other societies. Yeah. yeah, the societal element of university and the sporting element. Yeah, awesome. We wouldn't have met otherwise. And then also there are so many other activities that we wouldn't otherwise have been able to to do. A lot of it's funded by the universities. You get stuff really subsidised that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. And I suppose the the other side of it is uh, if you're really into academia, like if you do want to go and be uh, a researcher or a lecturer within the university environment, Again, that's and th- that's not a you know an inconsequential no. value. That's that we need more academics. Of Is there anything else that we can think of that are real pros? We said getting away from home. Let's maybe maybe let's talk a bit a little bit more about that because I think again that's belittled in in its own value, right? Getting away from your folks if you're lucky enough to do that. And really, really learning to live by yourself is an experience that you wouldn't really be able to get as an apprentice. Yeah. If you're an apprentice, you're more likely than not going to be living at home still. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you'll learn how to cook for yourself, clean for yourself, you know, pay your bills, yeah. all that kind of stuff. You know, for most people, they won't have done that throughout their their kind of child life. Yeah. So I think I think those are probably the pros. Yeah, I think we can probably reach a verdict now. Okay. And we'd probably need to split the verdict into different segments of people because there's no right answer for for each person. Everyone's um situation is different but i think there's a couple of key groups which are one the academics or the people for whom a degree is the golden ticket to their job like lawyers and teachers and all the rest of it you have to you have to go to university there is no other way for you to get through the door of your profession so by default you have to go really so do we recommend uni to you yes if you want that job yeah, 100%. For anyone that knows that they want to get a job, they don't know what in, 
they've picked a subject at school that they kind of like. They can acquire skills for a job without it. They are going to be in 45 grand of debt plus three years opportunity cost of not earning. They won't necessarily get the university experience. I think it's a really tough call because you're almost putting the, you know, the, the, the cost is all on the university experience. If you're saying that all the other stuff's not important, you're almost boiling it down to is the cost purely worth solely the university experience? If you're advising someone listening or someone that you really cared about yep. and you'd say, and they said, look, I really want to do a geography and business degree. Yep. Uh, and I don't know what I want to do after. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly have no idea. Okay. So there's a third group now. There's a there's a group of people for whom say they want to be a business owner or they know that they want to be a coder or a developer, right? But they're going to go to uni anyway. I would say actually no. You know what you want to do already. Um, there's ways of you acquiring those skills without going to university. And in fact, university might actually slow you down in acquiring those skills. Yeah. So for those people, I'd say don't go to university because you're paying 45 grand for purely the the university, uh, the, the getting away from home and having mm. a great experience. For the people in the middle part then, that's the hard one, isn't it? For the people that don't know what they want to do and um, don't know what, really what subject they want to pick. What would we advise those guys? My personal advice would be you can uh, you can go and get a job and have various different jobs and gain experience, more experience than you would do by doing those, less debt sure. than you would do by doing a generalist degree. A generalist de- degree doesn't give you the answer at the end of it. No. It's the opposite. But it gives you three great years and you meet loads of great friends. Yeah. But, so, but it's I suppose we're going into it as like, uh, do you look at it from a job perspective? Do you look at it from a life experience perspective? Because again, we we answered that question. You could go and get a job, save up money, of course, go yeah. and go travelling and have a have a really good formative experience yeah. in that in in that perspective. You definitely don't get three years, and you definitely no. have to work really hard. Uh, look, my personal perspective is: if you're in that middle group yep. and you're a generalist and you don't know, uh, you don't, one, you don't really know what subject you want to do, yep. and two, you don't really know what you want to do after it. Yep. I would go just go and taste some. Go and some take jobs. some jobs, like just go yeah. and find something. Throw travelling in there as well. Throw travelling in. And that'll give you a good all-round yeah. experience. Yeah. And go and go and do like as many jobs as you can. Like try and try and get something where you're like six months in one job, six months in the other. Yeah, like yeah. just just taste as much as you can. Because again, all of my best experiences were based on just like trying something, see if it worked. Did I enjoy it? Yes, no, no, I didn't. You know, then move on. Try and find something. Again, you've got to be lucky to be able to get the jobs course, in the first place. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna finish with my my head says don't go to uni, but my heart says do go to uni for those people in the middle. I love that. That's so <laughs> and that's, nice. that's as definitive as I can give you. That's so nice. Well, yeah, look, the the experience and to anyone at university now, just bloody enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Like just enjoy that experience. It and, goes quicker than you can imagine. And forget the money. The money is <laughs> the money is fictional. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, well, if it it, when we actually boil it down right, is the money actually money? No, no one's going to come and knock at your door. And then also, majority of people don't even pay it off anyway. So, you know, is it is it debt really? Is someone going to come and get it? No, no. Like you say, someone going to take your telly away? No, no. no. <laughs> so in the in the grand scheme of things, if if that's the if that's the life you want to live and you want to have three years of a great time, just just do it. What I think we could finish off with: Do we personally regret the decision? Absolutely not. So you you say absolutely not. I say I say no because of the experiences that we had and yep. because of the friends that we've got. But I would do things so differently. Would you have done a different subject? Different. I would have done a different subject. I would have done different A levels. 
Um, and I would have tried to do things differently. I probably would have tried to soak up more societies and yeah, done a me few too. more things. And then I also wish, I almost uh, wish I could do a subject that was as little intense intensity as the subject I did. So I could try and learn other things as well. Yeah, because I mean, mean, universities offer things like if you want to learn a language, they'll offer you that. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, there was more we could have thrown ourselves in. We could have got more bang for our buck. But but the universities have got to give people the right to go, look, if you want to do an eight week course on web development, like here's your, here you go. And like, no, no strings attached. Like, we're not going to hold you to it. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't have to have this prerequisite to get in there. You've got into the university and just just try things. Because yeah. again, like surely more kids would like if you said like look let's sack off this module in x or y in linear algebra yeah. web development because i mean that has a practical totally. pa- pa- practical benefit so look i think there are things that individuals can do better before they get to university to maximize the experience yeah. i think there are things that the universities can do better and i also think there's a stage pre-university where people that are lucky enough to go should have some better advice where they're literally just like, look, this isn't a golden ticket anymore. Yeah. And and also, like, this is what you should be doing slightly differently. Like, try and get some experience elsewhere. You, you know don't what I mean? know what you don't know when you're 18. And it's yeah. a big it's a big decision to make as a, as a naive 18-year-old. I thought I knew everything when I was 18. 100%. But, but, yeah, it'd be lovely to be able to tap your younger self on the shoulder now and just have a word with them, wouldn't it? Knowing everything oh, you know right now. But I know. that is sadly not possible. I don't even think an hour-long podcast would be would be enough for yeah. me to have a chat Can with my younger self. we send this back in time? It would be bloody useful. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's a... That's a a really interesting podcast and we really appreciate everyone listening thank you to everyone that subscribed last time we got up to 11 subscribers did we yeah wow on youtube we've got loads of uh, views on spotify loads of views on apple Podcasts as well so thank you so much to everyone that has watched or listened uh we really really appreciate it and if you have got this far please do subscribe to our youtube channel or follow us on spotify or apple Podcasts. if you loved it leave a review as well Uh, And also, before we go, I want to ask people uh, a question. You know, if you did go to university, do you regret it? And would you have done something differently? And if you are thinking about going to university and you listen to this now, what do you think? (laughs) Has this helped? And like, would you, do you still want to go? Yeah, Um, we'd love to get some discussion going. So throw, throw your comments in. Yeah, 100%. Cool. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you.